Welcome to the Planet Talk podcast. We are your hosts, Gerald Trinidad and Vienna Ortiz. This podcast is your favorite place to talk all things planners and planner-related conversation. By listening to Planner Talk, you'll get practical and actionable strategies for planning while paired with conversations about hot topics in the planner community, interviews with shop owners and influencers, and tips on business and following your passion. This podcast will always give you the dose of good conversation, practicality, realness, and motivation you need to be your best self. Hey guys, welcome back to the Planner Talk podcast. We are so excited that you are here and joining us. Today, we are going to talk all about YouTube. This is going to be a three-part series. In this series, we're going to talk about growing your YouTube channel, starting a YouTube channel, content planning, ads, a bunch of stuff related to YouTube. So we hope that you enjoy. So we have a really fun podcast for you today, but let's start from the beginning where it all started. So we wanted to share a few fun facts about YouTube. So YouTube began on Valentine's Day and the domain was born on Valentine's Day in 2005. So PayPal funded YouTube's launch and Google now owns YouTube and there are 98 versions of YouTube. Um, 98 different countries have their own versions, which is super crazy, right? And YouTube is now worth billions i don't know about you guys but i youtube has been like one of my most favorite platforms um since forever when that came out i remember reading blogs and when that came out i was like oh my gosh videos and i remember wanting to watch certain videos and pausing the video waiting for the video to buffer so i could watch like the whole thing all the way have you guys ever done that like way back when i know for me it started with uh watching makeup videos yes me too yeah right it was just such like i was so obsessed with it i wanted to watch every video then i moved on to hair videos it was it was a whole thing like i just love youtube i think i started watching youtube videos from maybe 2006 and this was back when AOL was a thing right and it was dial up and it was extremely slow but I spent so much time on YouTube what about you Vienna like tell us your beginnings of YouTube I guess well I don't know when I started watching it but I started watching all of the makeup gurus yeah. So like Mac Baby, don't remember now. She's Bethany Motha. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes. But I started watching her, like Ingrid Nielsen. Oh my God, I'm sure there's like way more that I can't think of. It's Judy Time. Judy Time. Yes. And I, I'm telling you, YouTube showed me how to do my makeup. So all the credit to them. <laughs> and I was just like obsessed with buying the makeup, but I never really thought about like starting my own channel until planners came along because I was like well what am I gonna talk I don't want to talk about makeup because they're doing that it was like they coined like this YouTube community and then it kind of like spiraled into other things right and now it's just huge but I mean as far as my background on YouTube I started my channel in 2014 and it was I remember it was I was living with my parents and we were in an apartment and I put my um, planner on the floor with my phone and I just recorded myself like really quiet. And I was just whispering because my dad was asleep because <laughs> he worked nights. And um, 
yeah, I, I uploaded that and yeah, it was fun from there. I was just like, Ooh, let's do this more and got the equipment, you know, and just really tried to level up every video. What about you? What was your first video? Oh my goodness. So what was my first channel? Maybe that could be a question. <laughs> I was so obsessed with YouTube. I loved it so much. So I actually did back in 2011, I want to say 2000. No, it had to be 2011. Um, I had a makeup um, channel and then I had, okay, this is like, I don't, not a lot of people know this. So that might even surprise you. Um, but I had a couponing channel because what? yes, I used to extreme coupon. Like I used to find deals. Oh, did upon, you did that. Mm -hmm. I did. Oh my gosh. We had stuff for days and there was a huge community of couponers out there. It was awesome. But anyway, so those were like my first videos because the couponing one was so easy because I didn't have to show my face. It was just my hands and what I bought and then the coupons I used. And, you know, that was like, nobody gets to see me. This is so easy. This is great. And it's fast. And there was a great community. Now the makeup um, aspect, I, I kind of did it on and off. Like I didn't know what I was doing to be honest uh, with all the YouTubers that were out there already making you know, makeup videos, I was just like, oh my gosh, like mine are just horrible. So I eventually um, stopped those channels, obviously. And I started my crafty channel in 2000. Well, I started in 2012, but I didn't upload, I think till 2013, because literally I was, I think I was driving Johnny crazy at the time. <laughs> he was like, you need a hobby. And I'm like, what do you mean I need a hobby? He's like, you need a hobby. So I went and got a hobby. I went to Michael's and I was like, well, I need to share these deals that I'm getting at Michael's. So then I was buying, like, I think it was the beginning of the year. And every year Michael's does like a clearance sale from like Christmas. And so I was like, well, I need to share what I got. And maybe other people can go to Michael's themselves and buy them you know, buy some crafty things. Um, but I didn't know if that was a thing. And so I was on YouTube one night and I saw a scrapbook room tour and I was like, what is this? <laughs> they have a whole room dedicated to just their crafts. Are you insane? And then I started thinking the room I'm, I am now is... Now my craft room, funny enough, but it used to be our guest bedroom. So I used to have a bed and used to have like, now there's literally no bed. Nobody can stay in here. Yeah, I started it and it was literally just my hands showing what it was. It was on the kitchen table and I was so nervous uh, because Johnny was right there and I was like, go to the bedroom. Let me, I need to record something. Go to the bedroom. Like, I don't want you to listen to me or, you know, hear me. Like, this is embarrassing. He's like, wow, we're married. It's fine. Just record here. And I'm like, no. So he actually went to the bedroom and over time it just became easier. Um, uh, but I would only show my hands and it wasn't until later that I like actually showed my face. Cause I think I accidentally showed my face in one of my videos. <laughs> I pressed record and I'm like, 
I guess I'm showing my face. <laughs> and that's how really like, I know this was a long story, but that's really how I started. Like I've always loved YouTube for all of its um, videos and content. I just, even till now, like that's probably still one of my main squeezes that I go to is, is YouTube. I don't know. It's just fun. I, I love the video aspect of it. So. Okay. So that was a great story. I absolutely love YouTube to this day as well. Um, and it's just super cool to see people explain things in depth, I think. And back in the day, like in 2014, 2015, all of that, I was more like a, I guess, influencer. I'm using air quotes right now because I would like to review the newest planner or I would reach out to companies and say, Hey, I would love to review your stuff. And so I liked being able to give people all the details on like the newest planners and um, just all of that. It was, it was so brand new because Instagram didn't have that video aspect yet where you were showing so much detail and it was now you know, now that we can show so much detail on Instagram and have multiple pictures and video and all of that, I feel like we can, we're, there's still a whole lot of reviews to be done on YouTube, but YouTube has definitely taken a whole nother route um, away from that. Um, but that's kind of how I started. And um, yeah, I don't do it as much now, but I remember what it was like to grow my channel. So I'm excited to jump into a lot of these tips that we have. Today, we want to give you kind of tips on how to start your channel and what to watch out for and how, you know, how to grow it consistently um, and how we did it and just our own little tips that we've learned along the way, kind of like the things that people don't tell you when you first start, like we want to help you out. So tips on starting a YouTube channel, number one would be picking a niche. I think it's really important to have to kind of niche down on what you want to talk about, because if you're going to have, you know, planners and you're going to have, you know, makeup, it's almost two different things. I just feel like the more niche down you are, the easier you're going to be found in that particular category. You know what I mean? Because you want to be sort of kind of like an expert, I want to say. And an expert, like you don't have to be like a pro. I feel like if you're a step or two steps, you know, ahead of someone, you have that's credibility right there. You know what I mean? You always have something to share. And even if there's things that you don't know about, if you're honest with your viewers and you kind of share like, hey, I didn't know about this, but I found this out. I think people like that a lot. I, pe I think people on YouTube really want transparency as opposed to when you go on Instagram, you know, you look at people's reels and people's timelines and it's so aesthetically pleasing. I think on YouTube, it's a whole different type of connection and community that people are looking for. Um, so that's what I think about, you know, um, picking a niche, like really niche down to your own category your niche and sometimes you're in a niche that you don't even know like look at your history of what youtube channels you've been watching it'll tell you right there what you like and who you are i don't know what do you think yeah that's right on so 
I think that you want people to go to you for a specific thing because there's people that I think of and I'm just like, oh, I'm going to go to them for lifestyle. I'm going to go to them for planners. I'm going to go to them for makeup. And so you want to make sure that you fit into one of those categories. Now, I think the one category where you can kind of get away with almost anything is like a lifestyle vlogging type niche where people are talking about everything and anything, but you can tell that that's even still niched down, but you want to be that person that they can go to um, for that one thing. So figure out what that is. And I think you were right on with that. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. So the second tip we have for you is to set up a YouTube channel, which is really just self-explanatory. You could YouTube it or just go and follow all of the, all of the um, prompts that they give you when setting it up. Um, and then the next one would be deciding on equipment and the setup you will use. So Jaredel, what do you use to film your videos with? Like what lighting do you use? Um, what does your filming setup look like? Oh man. So I've changed this many times. So when you become a YouTuber, be okay with change. Your setup will always change. Um, you're going to play around with tripods. You're going to play around with lighting. I think when you start out, um, the best way would be film in front of a window. It doesn't cost anything. It's super easy. Now, what I have, I actually have a ring light, um, but I have also used box lights. But if you use box lights, if you don't have the space, that can be difficult. And I've learned that really quickly um, because you need one on the left, one on the right, one above you. Like you got to make sure everything looks right. And when you start out, you want, because you've seen so, you've watched and seen so many videos, you're, you kind of want to emulate the same thing. And when you don't, you kind of start getting, I know for me, I started getting frustrated because I'm like, oh my gosh, it doesn't look as good as this person. I want the same lighting. I'm here to tell you, you're not going to. I hate to say it, but like you won't, you have to find your own lighting. So, um, I have a ring light. I know you can get umbrella lights. Um, now crafty wise, um, I have a DSLR and it just pans down. So I used to do it old school with a tripod, a regular tripod with, and you can hook it with an arm extender and it can record, you know, your desk. Now they have tripods that has that built in. Um, but back then we had to find a way to record like your planner or your crafts and everything. But now they even have like the, the what are they called? The, the extender, uh, what are they called? Like those boom extenders that you clamp into your desk and it can do multiple views, which is awesome. Um, so I do have that now. Um, for my camera that pans down. So I have a DSLR, but before uh, vlogging, when I am when I do vlog, because I vlog and I also do crafty videos. So for vlogging, I just use my phone. Uh, for years, I've used my phone. 
I know a lot of people are like, I need the right kit. No, you don't. You can do it right from your phone. And back then we didn't have all the extra gigabytes that we could get now. So literally, because I was a daily vlogger, I used to vlog, upload um, the videos on my computer, then delete them from my phone every single day. That was a thing. Um, and I still do that when I'm vlogging. But if I don't use my phone, I use a Canon G7X. Um, that one is super popular amongst vloggers. I know there's like, a, there's some other ones that you can get, but that's what I use my phone. And I have a Canon Rebel T5i, that's my DSLR. And then my G7X. What do you use? Cause you have, I don't know. I've never seen your setup. Like I know you have, I want to see you have a ring light maybe. Um, I don't know what you use. So I'm, I'm curious. I want to know. I've never asked you that. My, my stuff's weird. <laughs> like I, I'm sure it's not. <laughs> when I first started out, I was like, again, I was using my phone for a long time. And then I got a EOS Rebel Canon T3i. And I've had that for years like years and years and years um and I've always wanted to get the lens it was like a 40 millimeter something like that lens that all of the like vloggers and beauty people use it was like a wide lens never got it um but huh the 50 that's what I use okay yeah so that one's so good and I and just the wideness of it so I know that even if I keep the T3i, you can just get lenses. Like that's a trick and you don't have to get a new camera. You could just invest in the lens. Like, and it's like the same thing. Um, but as far as my, my lights, I've had different lights like throughout. So first I had like these um, box lights, right? So those were like on the sides of my desk. And then I had a ring light and then the ring light broke. And <laughs> because I had oh, my no. tripod, well, my tripod was like connected to the ring light and I would have to like angle my camera down and it just ended up breaking off at one point. So, so I had the ring light and now I just have this huge light bulb. It's like really big and it has a ton of light. And then honestly, I just turned that on and then I have these little desk lights and they're like fluorescent, like really bright light. So when I go into my editing software, I kind of mess with it in there to add a little bit more brightness, contrast. And so there's a lot of after editing. Wait, wait, let me just. Go ahead. <laughs> it's just a light bulb? Like, <laughs> please yes. explain. I will show you. Is it just like a pole with the big old light bulb? Like, cause I know my, oh, it is guys. <laughs> it really is just. It a... really is, it really is. So it's almost like those box lights. Okay, and then you have key lights that yeah. you put on your desk. Key lights, yeah. So oh. nowadays, I don't use these as often because I don't YouTube as often. So I use a lot of natural light for the most part. If I could just get my desk lit up, I'm good. <laughs> you know? Wow, so you're kind of a reverse because then me, like for me, I want the lighting to be like good because the less editing, the better because I tend to mess too much with lighting and I know that about myself I'm just like okay this is way too bright especially like I do a lot of crafting videos I'm like whoa we can't even see the pattern on the, on this piece of paper I cannot like so I try to get it 
I try to get it as lit up as possible the way I I have. So I, the least amount possible of editing, the better for me. So kudos to you for like editing and figuring out all of the different like white balance. Like I'm literally just starting that. So right? yes. <laughs> now the next thing, the next tip that we have is to content plan and plan out your videos. Now we won't go too in depth in that. We have talked about this before, but do you have any tips for specifically planning out YouTube videos in specific? I know like when I was planning mine out, um, this is back in the day when I was like, let's say I was doing a review for somebody. I wanted to make sure that I had all the specifics of that product. So, you know, where they could find the product, um, the specifications of like what the planner, like the planner size or whatever, things like that ready to go in front of me. Or if I was doing like a productivity video, I had like an outline. So it was like the things that I would talk about. And the reason why you want to do that is because Jared is laughing at me right now. <laughs> because I make outlines for the podcast too. So it's like funny that she's like, you're in your outlines. <laughs> I love the outlines. I am so, I, I wing everything guys. So I'm curious for you listeners out there, are you more like Vienna where you, you have an outline? I mean, her outlines are amazing. If we were in school together, I'd be like, yep, she's my partner. <laughs> Uh, I wing it. I'm very much like, I'm going to go with the flow. I know what I need to, I think it's because I memorize it. I, that's what it is. I yeah. technically memorize my outline. I know what I'm going to say, yeah. Yeah. Um, but which can be bad because sometimes you're like, oh wait, I wanted to add this to that. So that's right. why outlines are good. Um, but I love that you have outlines for it. Like, well, and I don't, I didn't always have one. Like there was times where I'm like, all right, I don't want to do the outline. Let's just do this. And then it was during those times that I was like, what am I going to say next? Like, like, you know, like, and so it was taking me a little bit longer to get through the video. But if I had an outline, then I could at least hit the points and I would never write it out like as a script because I didn't want it to come off scripted, but it was like bullet points as to this is the next topic that I want to go to. Um, so as far as content planning, if you want to stay on topic and like at least have like an order or some type of flow to your YouTube uh, video, then you might want to like just have some type of outline. I think that's great. I kind of yeah. wish I did that when I did my videos. Mine were very much like on the whim. Probably 99% of my videos were on the whim because I was like, I honestly wasn't taking it seriously. Um, and I was like, this is fun. I'm just going to share this and I'm going to do that. And I, all of my videos are unprepared. And if you've ever watched any of my videos, I, I have a habit of saying good morning, but it's never the morning. Like it is <laughs> never, ever the, I, I'll go good morning. It's not the morning. And if, <laughs> if you watch my videos, you know, this about me, I am very much on like go with the flow winging it but I'm learning even through doing this podcast with Vienna that like with all her bullet points I'm like oh my gosh like this is so much better but that's why like we complement each other I think with this podcast because we're we're me and her are very similar but we're different at the same time it's like yin and yang almost I agree. right I agree. oh you completely <laughs> yeah <laughs> I love that <laughs> okay 
uh, today is just a funny recording day for us. I think we're just like in a funny mood. So enjoy. Um, okay, so that would be uh, for content planning. And then really the next step is just to record your first video, pretty simple stuff, um, but that's gotta happen. <laughs> and then you're going to decide on editing software. So I use Final Cut Pro and I love it. I didn't always use Final Cut Pro, but as far as I can remember, like as far back as I can remember, I used it. But in the very beginning, I used an app on my phone. I was in there like slicing stuff on my phone and like adding stuff in. And that was like the first few videos I ever did. And then I think I did, what are the different editing softwares? I know Final Cut Pro, iMovie. Um, I used Windows Movie Maker. Okay, never use that. Final Cut Pro, I give you props. I have Final Cut Pro and it is so intimidating to me oh it's so easy i promise i promise once you do the it files it's... came out so huge i was like what is going on okay, like yes, yes i need to convert the files it was just like and i'm very much like if i can't get it done like this quick because i was i was pumping out videos every day then i needed something like quick you know so iMovie for me has always been on the phone and on the computer super easy um, if you want to keep your editing super basic. But yeah, it's great, great software. I just think that like, you just have to do a tutorial on it, you know, right off the bat, just learn yeah. the basics. And once you got it down, it's it's so rewarding. Like it's a great, great software. Don't be like me. Just, <laughs> just use it, guys. Just use it. I'm a huge, huge fan of iMovie that I just, I have a hard time. Like even, if, I don't know if people do this, but- even my reels, <laughs> my reels and my TikToks, I edit them on iMovie. I'm recently uh, found out about, well, not found out, but uh, about InShot, which is very easy to use. So that could be an option too, if you need to edit on your phone. Um, it's pretty affordable too. I think it's like, I don't know, I want to say at the most 10 bucks a month at the most. Um, and I think you can buy like, the pro the program the is it called program yeah the program um for your phone for like 30 bucks and you never have to pay monthly ever again so it's it's not bad it's an option and it's they have some really cool filters and stuff i don't use filters i just i just need a a solid transition and i can trim the beginning and the end and i am all good like i when I edit, when people are like, oh my gosh, it's taking me forever to edit. I'm like, really? Like, I know what I need to cut out. Like I, cause I say it on the video, I say cut here or like I live, uh, I, I will leave like a moment of like silence and then I'll just like cut right there. So that's when I know how to trim. Thank you guys so much for listening to part one of this three part YouTube series. We will see you in part two with a special guest. <laughs>